0: Welcome to the Guthrie America podcast. We sit down with the amazing people who do life in our community because we believe every story should be told. We record this podcast in the Boutique 206 studio. I'm your host, Hedy Coleman. Today, I am sitting down with the one and only Kara Henson, wife, mom, and school teacher. But really, if you don't know her, She's really a comedian. She is really an undercover comedian. Every time I'm with Kara, I'm laughing. But wait, let me finish. Before we jump into this conversation with Kara, will you please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review? It would mean the world to me. Kara, what's up? Hello, hello. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. Good. good.
0: Full day of teaching?
1: Full day. Yep.
0: And today is Thursday. Yep. Tomorrow's Friday. Halloween party. Weekend, all that. Uh huh. Crazy. All that's gonna happen because yep. it's, it's that time mm-hmm. of the year. Yep. So before we jump into the conversation, just tell people where they can find you online. We always, always try to get you a couple of more people connected with you, <laughs> where they can watch your story after listening to this. You live it out. Are you on Facebook, Instagram? What are you on? What yeah. will people connect with you? Are you like, don't follow me on anything?
1: Well, no, no. I am mainly just on Facebook. I mean, I have an Instagram, but I'm not on it enough for someone Instagram's to. Instagram
0: so much better than I Facebook. Know. I
1: You know, I hear that, and I really don't ever get on it. I'm, I'm on Facebook.
0: Now, do you have a uh, TikTok?
1: I do have a TikTok.
0: Wait, what are you on uh, Facebook. I can, um, uh, just Kara
1: O'Connor Hanson. Kara O'Connor mm-hmm.
0: Hanson. Okay. Yep.
1: And I have a TikTok, which I just started doing that this summer. And my very first video that I ever posted. Oh, you're posting videos on oh, TikTok. You're Oh, not well, just no. Watching. Listen, there's like seven or eight. But I will tell you that the very first one that I ever posted, I'm at eighty-eight thousand three hundred views. What? Right. I was. You're TikTok famous. Well, just on that one video, I have six videos on there, and just one, just one, my very first one.
0: 88,000. 88,
1: what 88, were you doing? Three K. Can you say I, publicly? I, Can you say? <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, we, I was when I get on TikTok, I was seeing these people wearing these bathing suits. <laughs> oh my lord! With their spouses or boyfriends' faces printed on them. Have you seen those? No. Oh my gosh. So every year, my husband's family has a reunion, a family reunion, and we always take my mom's RV and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to print, I'm going to buy one of these bathing suits and have Dave's face all over it.
0: And you
1: did it. And I did it. I uploaded his picture and I sent it and they sent me the swimsuit. Dave had no idea, absolutely zero, hid it from him the entire time. And on the Saturday of that reunion, I walked out of the RV with the swimming suit on, with his face all
0: over it. So somebody recording you? Is this yes. ha- okay?
1: Well, it wasn't a. I didn't really want the video. I just wanted pictures because. I just, mm, I feel like I can edit those pictures a little bit. Like if I don't like that side view, I can edit that oh a little bit. God. Right. I know. It's a little crazy. But yeah, TikTok. I made a video with pictures and a song playing in the back and his reaction to seeing me in his face and all over the space. And
0: people stopped, paused for a moment to see you.
1: I was shocked. That I was is- shocked. yeah that's my only one that went viral but everybody says i should contact that bathing suit company and be like hey
0: hey give me give me some money did your sales go up on this day that's what you should say did your sales go up on this day because because of me yeah because you owe me some money it
1: was pretty pretty comical yeah
0: so do you now even though you've only posted six videos on tiktok are you one of those? Because I feel like most people just have a TikTok just to look at the videos.
1: Yeah, I feel like I probably do that a lot more. I want to do more. I do. I want I want the world to see me and yes. like see that I'm out doing yes. stuff and still a normal person just like them. Yeah. I do want to take it to, I, I tell myself I want to take it to that level of, wow, look at her. She's so different, but she's still out there and she's not ashamed of who she is. I'm not going to be that person that's out there. Dancing and make a fool out of myself. Yeah. I mean, I'm just not. I would rather educate people about people like me before I get out there and do something that they think is funny. I would rather them go, "Wow, that was really good."
0: Now, for people, when you say people like me,
1: just me. I'm just. Like you I'm know, saying like I was, people
0: aren't can't see this on video. Right. For people yeah, who people listen like that, me. Tell tell people um, about who you are. Yeah,
1: in I um was. Born in Oklahoma City um, in 82, 1982, and I, my, I was the baby of four, and when I was two years old, my mom and dad found out, um, they just kind of noticed that I wasn't really growing as much or as fast as my other siblings did. So back then things were a little bit different um but it took um you know some different tests and x-rays and things like that to figure out that I was um diagnosed with a type of dwarfism called pseudoachondroplasia. And achondroplasia is one of the most common types and pseudo meaning false is like I, if you saw me from my head up, you wouldn't know that I was little. No. Achondroplasias kind of had different features, meaning they like a, a larger skull. Um, same kind of body, but, you know, short limbs as well. But like if you just saw me, just my face, you would never know that I was little. Yeah. So I'm four foot. Um, no one in my family is little. I'm the only one. So it was kind of one of those my parents were just very adamant on making sure I wasn't any felt any different than anybody else. Like if I wanted something in the cabinet, they would say, get it. And I had stools and they didn't do that for me. I mean, I figured it out. And, and even if you walked in my house right now, my cabinets are, my, my cabinets are high. My, my cups are up high. I have step stools that I use. Nothing is made for me. Yeah, I fix it for me. Like I have step stools. So like people always think that my I'm little so my house must be little. But it's not. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like they probably expect
0: if I walk in your house, <laughs> yeah. you adjust adjusted things yeah. to be able to fit you. Right. But you saying, no, we kept it oh, yeah. based on the majority mm-hmm. of the home. Is that how you right. say, like, yeah. based on the majority of the people yes. in the house not being mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Yeah. So. And I think that even if I was like by myself. Lived oh, you in a, would steal? I would st- it's that's that's my norm. Yeah, that's how I was raised. It yeah. was just it would be awkward to me to walk into a house and be able to walk up to the you sink, like, what the right, and wash my hands without stepping on a step stool. <laughs> I've been doing this my whole life, so it yeah. would be very awkward for me. Yeah, to walk up to a sink and be able to wash my hands without stepping on the step stool. Yeah.
0: Now, now this conversation is not going anywhere like the way that I originally planned it. You oh, know, sorry, no. no. <laughs> okay I'm just letting you know like you see what I'm saying we talked about this like it's not it's right. just that's it. yeah. but, okay so then you said hey I wish I could use TikTok so people can see
1: yeah like hey I'm just right I'm just like you well and yeah educate them and there's a, degree, a lot you know? of yeah there's there's a lot of um I would say still a lot of really mean people in this world that don't look at me like a, a normal person and that thrives in a community and lives her life just like they would. And I want them to know like there are things that they say or the way that they look. I've had people take, I've got out of the gas station. I'll be getting out of my car and I'll walk back out and there's someone getting gas and they've got a camera up like their phone and they're trying to get, so I'm like dodging between cars so that they can't take a picture of me because I don't know where that's going to go. Yeah. So I just want them to not I don't know. I feel like if I had that outlet, I need to educate people. Yeah. And maybe that's the teacher in me.
0: Maybe so. So let's not get on you being a teacher yet. Oh, sorry. We will come back to that. Okay, we'll come back to that. Oh,
1: yeah, that's kind of later on. (laughs) Got you.
0: (laughs) No, I want to first ask, um, because as you're growing up, Mm -hmm. right, Mm -hmm. Um, at some age, you just look just like every, you know, because kids aren't grown yet. What was it like just... And not just so much that, but just tell us about who you were as a kid, and like what would people say you were going to end up being when you were a kid. Oh, like now <clears> today, <throat> if they knew oh you gosh. at this age, I won't say your age. Well,
1: here's the deal. I will say that like there are still teachers in Guthrie that still are in the public school system that I had From as a when teacher. You were there, I, yeah, when I was yeah. their student. Yeah, they were my teacher, and they are like. Oh, my gosh. You are, I would have never thought this would be you. I was Henri. I was the baby. Why and were you Henri? So, oh, my gosh. Hetty! I i was just Henri. I'm not, I wouldn't, I don't tell, know that tell I Tell me w-
0: something you did as a kid that you like, that was Henri of me.
1: Oh, that like you, when that I that was 14 that that you, and uh-huh. got taken into the sheriff's department because I was out past curfew. Oh my! Yes, I was the only one that ever got caught past curfew out of four kids. My mom had to come pick me up from the sheriff's department. Yeah, you wouldn't think that of me, would you?
0: Why did they? Why did they have you?
1: Well, because we did. Because there had to
0: be more than you just being out past the curfew. No, that's Uh, why they took
1: us in. It really was. We it was a bunch of us girls, and we said we're staying the night here, and we're staying the night here, and we all did the whole. She's staying at my house. I'm staying at her house. And oh my God. Oh, we so you stayed all were, out. Y'all were doing all that so y'all night. can hang out? Yes. <laughs> and we As were. Uh, Yes, we were. And we all got taken in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who were y'all walking around town? Or did somebody no, have a
1: car? No, someone had a car, yeah. Did y'all steal the car? No. Oh, absolutely somebody was not. 16. Yes. Okay, okay. And we were all. I on mean, our you were way. out past curfew, don't, I'm not we putting were, it past you. You
0: could have stole a car, we, too. We, <laughs>
1: I wouldn't have been the driver. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, they did. We ended up getting a flat tire and we pulled over on the side of the road. And before we know it, there is a sheriff deputy pulling up behind us. And here we go.
0: So you all end up going to the station. Do you remember calling your mom or did they call your mom?
1: Oh, they called her. Oh, yeah. My dad was at the fire department. Yeah. Thank God they didn't call him. And or thank God he wasn't at home when they called. Oh my <laughs> so goodness. it was scary. I was scared. Was oh, I bet it was everybody at 3 a.m. Not even playing. It was crazy. <laughs> we were being girls. We were just oh out running goodness. around, driving down the road, you know, doing whatever we wanted just- to do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 3 a.m. Yes. What, like, did y'all ever plan to go to go somewhere and go to sleep? Or I y'all don't just...
1: think so. I think we were just going to end it back up at our friend's house. And I think her parents were out of town, is what it was. Okay. Like, so we okay. were all could go there at any time that we wanted because yes. that was where we were all eventually going to land our heads. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we all got taken in. It was not fun. I got grounded. I was like, oh my gosh. I was oh embarrassed. Yeah.
0: What were you like as a kid? Like outside of being honorary, what are some things that you loved to do as a kid you remember?
1: Oh my gosh, I rode. This is this funny? I rode my bike everywhere. Like, well, not everywhere, like in town, because we lived out by Guthrie Lake. Okay. But I was on that bike and hanging out with neighborhood friends. Oh, gotcha. All the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. I was, um, I would just say more or less, we were at staying the night at each other's houses or just they were at my house or i was at their house so yeah I, that's that's what i did
0: that's fun so going into ele- out of elementary into middle school mm-hmm. right by this time had you, oh had, yeah they're way recon- oh for sure Recognizing for sure. This? What, yeah what what was that like for you at, at that um, age because kids are mean in middle school yeah kids are mean right. earlier than middle right. school but
1: I think that it helped that I came to Guthrie at such a young age. You know, me coming at five and starting school and kindergarten. They knew that I was their size in kindergarten. And so as each year went on, that's when they started passing me up. But I was still just carrot to a lot of them. Now, if new kids came in that didn't know me, you know, say in fourth grade, you know, I'm the only one that's little and yeah, they would ask questions or call me names. And, you know, there was times that I would go home and going, I just don't understand why they keep calling me this word. I don't understand. I remember my mom just saying, it's just not really a nice word. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, even now I don't even like to hear the word and I don't even want to tell you now, but I'm wondering if you're wondering what it is. It's just, I'll spell it. M I D G E T. Um, I hate that word, yeah. and I think it's because like even when I was running, you know, back when I was a kid, we had the bus barn, and you 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 would get on the bus at your school and then go to the bus barn, and you would go get Where on was the bus you, barn. At? It was that huge parking lot behind the high school. Yeah, yeah. So all yeah. those buses would park there, and then yeah. you'd go get on your actual bus that That's takes right. you home. You would go up? Yes, yeah. Yes, and there were yes. kids running yeah. everywhere. And I just remember me just trying to get to my bus as fast as I could. And all these people are running by me and everyone's so big, you know, to me, I'm scared to death. i just want to get to my bus, but you would hear people calling me that. And it would be kids that were probably that just didn't know me. They didn't go to school with me. Yeah. They didn't know who I was, but they just knew me as being that little person and they would call me names. And I've just never really at a young age, I didn't know why they were calling me that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You know, and I, I, I think about the, that word. I don't know if I knew any other word. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if my parents said ever. Mm-hmm. Even though it, during that time, I don't think, you know, there was someone that I've come in contact with mm-hmm. be that. Mm-hmm. Uh, a small part. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I just
1: always say little person. Like little we're little. Person. Yeah. Well, we're a person. We're little. You. I mean, you guys don't call yourselves big persons, mm. but if I had to choose, it wouldn't be the M word. Yeah, it's just, yeah. it, it's just not, I think it just scarred me. So yeah. many kids just being mean and, and saying that. And then you grow up and you see it on TV and them using it as making fun of someone that's like me. And I don't know. It's just always kind of hit my heart kind of hard, and mm-hmm. I, it takes a lot, a lot for me to say that word. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, I get it. Now in middle school, outside of you know talk, mm-hmm. talking about how the kids looked at you, and then, what was some? Was there any experiences like you started recognizing who you were? as yeah. a, a person in middle school. Did you have anything like that that stands out? I community? mean, I
1: don't feel like I don't know. I feel like it was just I was from what I remember, I had a very large group of friends and I was mm-hmm. thankful for that. Mm-hmm. I feel like more people were my friend than not my friend. Yeah. So no one ever my friends, the people I went to school with never made me feel any different. So gotcha. it was hard to feel different unless I was in a situation like the bus barn where it was thrown in my face. Yeah.
0: Cause you were by yourself mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah. You knew yeah. all your friends. So so then you transition out of middle school to high school the big got through high school. Mm-hmm. Was was high school for me? High school was so scary. Was it for you? had a blast. I had a blast. Had a blast. but I'm saying going from eighth grade to for your freshman year, yeah, like were I you would a little? Say that was yeah, a I was little scared. bit. My
1: sister is only a year. I mean, a grade ahead of me. One that makes a one difference. grade ahead yeah, of me. So I knew that she was already there. Yeah. She was a sophomore. I was a freshman. I knew I was gonna be okay. Yeah,
0: but you loved high school.
1: I loved it, and on it, yeah, I did. I was gonna go into the teaching, but I'll wait. Oh no, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, that that was when like I always I had so much fun in high school that you know back when I was in grade school I always wanted to be a teacher, but in high school I was like I'm gonna be a high school teacher, Mm. like I'm having so much fun. I'm gonna be a high school, and it was never it never happened. But and I wouldn't want to now. Like even when I got my degree. It wasn't like, man, I wish I wasn't doing early childhood. I wish I was doing the older ones. It was just because I had such a great experience in high school. Yeah. I was surrounded by really good friends and good people. And I don't know. I, I guess it was just one of those I never had a bad memory. I mean, I'm sure I did, but I definitely have way more good than bad. Yeah, high
0: school was a blast. Yeah. Yeah, I loved I loved high school. You know, my kids don't go to high school. They, mm-hmm. they do BJ uh, mm-hmm. Academy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man. Even though they don't have those those personality, like I mean, Zell does, my middle mm-hmm. son. Mm-hmm. But Neil's super introvert and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it would be the same for her. Like, sure. You know, like the way that I think I was super outgoing. I think things sports, are different you know? now, too, though.
1: Yeah. I think that, that people are raised a lot different mm-hmm. than what, how we were raised. Yeah. I mean, I was raised to be nice to people and, you know. And if you're hanging out with people that aren't nice, you're acquaint, you know, you're yeah. associated with that. Yeah. So be careful who you hang out with. And yeah. I, I probably didn't make the best decisions on some people that I hung out with. Yeah. But you learn from that.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. So all your life, you knew you wanted to be a school teacher. Did you say like... Pretty young. Really? Pretty young. What... At a young age, what was it that stood out I think it was you like, know was you know, everybody or?
1: always says like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Mm. I think I always said I wanted to be a teacher. I always had good teachers and I had fun teachers. Yeah. And I... I, I don't think I knew what grade or anything mm-hmm. until, like I said, when I was in high school, I was like, oh, I'm going to be a high school teacher. And then when I finally went to college a few years after high school, I didn't go to college right away. And... I started working at a daycare. I started working for Early Head Start right when I graduated high school. And I was in with the zero to three-year-old. And that's where I fell in love with the little ones. Yeah.
0: So what made you pause college? Um I call it a gap year? Or, yeah. I, honestly, I will or? tell you,
1: the truth, I, if you would have asked me in high school if I was going to college, I would have told you no. I wanted to be a teacher, but I didn't want to go to college to be a teacher. That is the truth. I had no intentions on going to college. Gotcha. And then I started working for Early Head Start. And um, they are like a government program. And mm-hmm. they um, offered us Early Head Start teachers um, to go through a fast track program for our associate's degree in child development. And we all jumped on board and we went one night a week to Shawnee And, um, well, it was through Shawnee. Yeah. Um, it was through St. Gregory's back when St. Gregory's was the university and we got our associate's degree really quick. And then I went on from there. I took my transcript from St. Gregory's and applied at UCO and went into the early childhood program.
0: That is super cool. Yeah, I
1: know. I knew I wanted to be a teacher. I just didn't want to go to college. Yeah, <laughs> And that's, I really, I don't know that if I would have went to early head start, I don't know that I would have ever taken that path. Wow.
0: But because of that opportunity, mm-hmm. encourage you to go yep. and now look at you. Mm-hmm. Like your life would be a lot different if, if you yeah. wouldn't have. you know? Right. Yeah, that, that's really cool. So you graduate from college. Mm-hmm. Do you come straight to Guthrie to teach?
1: I did. Wow. I, I was subbing while I, well, when I turned 21, let me back up. When I, um, early head start closed down, I had my associate's degree what and, early turn? well, 10? I would say it, I don't think it, it might not have closed down. I think I got the opportunity to, there was an opening with the Guthrie public schools for a teacher's assistant and I applied for that. And I had my associate's degree, so I had the credited hours. And I became a pre-K teacher assistant with Miss Dimmitt, And I worked with her for two years. And I was going to school at night to finish my bachelor's degree. Oh, gotcha. gotcha, So I worked and then went to school. And then there came a point, a time that I had to stop working to finish those courses. And your student teaching, like, I couldn't, I couldn't. Student, you know, I couldn't be a teacher's assistant and... And student mm-hmm. teach.
0: Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. And so whenever you uh, you came, mm-hmm. finished, yeah. got a job immediately. Yeah, in-
1: immediately. I graduated in December of 07. And then I was getting married in June of 08. So I went ahead and just subbed. I substituted and I substituted when I was still going to college on days that I didn't have school. Mm -hmm. So I kind of was just keeping my foot in the door from being a TA to subbing while going to school at night or during the day. if You know, I didn't have class that day, and then I waited till I got married just because I didn't want to worry about setting up a classroom if they did have a position open. I wanted to focus on the wedding, and then, yeah, I got a call in July, a month after we got married, and Karen Watkins was asking me if I would – Take a position as a first grade teacher at Central.
0: That is super cool. Now t- let's talk about Dave.
1: Okay, he's how'd mess. How y'all? How'd y'all... <laughs> he's my mess.
0: Can you tell the story of how y'all met? And, uh, um, give give it give it to us, <laughs> huh?
1: Oh my gosh, <laughs> honey. we should have talked about this. Um, we met at a bar. Okay. Um. Right there by Cotterell. Used to be the Hard Times Club. Oh, yes. So this is what's really funny. I was there all the time with my friends. Okay? Like, I felt like a regular at 21. It was cheers. Yes! I knew that if someone walked in there, I knew who they were. Yeah. And so I was... Everybody knows your name. Right. Right. Yeah, And I I was... It was March of 05. I was two months away from turning 23. Uh And I was sitting there with my brother and some friends and I see him walk in. I'm like, who is that?
0: Oh, really? Yes.
1: Because I was like, I knew everyone. And I saw this very handsome man walk in and I'm like, who is that? That he is not from here. And my brother looks at me and he goes, that's Dave Henson. I go, you know him? (laughs) and he's like yeah I went to school with him I for real I could not believe this guy was from Guthrie had never seen him before could not believe that my brother knew him I'm like small world whatever introduce us <laughs> well and what's crazy is he was with his sister and a friend and I knew his his friend and so I Walked myself over there and was talking to her, uh-huh. and then I walk away, and he is actually—we I find this out later—he's talking to her, going, "You know her? You need to introduce me to her." So at the same time, I'm telling my brother, "You need to, you need to introduce him." Yeah. And then he's telling his friend, "You need to introduce me to her." And so we finally get introduced to each other and have never left each other's side since.
0: That is so cool. Crazy. That is big time. Cool. Yeah. So kid, y'all get married. Yeah. Well, Dave had kids.
1: Dave had kids. He had kids from previous relationships. He had um, Macy and Riley. And I met them first. And then he has a son, Brandon. So I've known them that, since they were young. Yeah. And yeah, we got married. So we were engaged. Well, we were together for two years. No, engaged after one year. Then we got married. And then we had Dane, our son together, that's 11 now, um, two years after we got married.
0: Okay. So you have Dane, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yeah. And he's average height.
0: He's average. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what was that mm-hmm. like for you? Like...
1: Yeah. It's, was there it was a chance. You, yeah, yeah. For sure. Was, there something was that something that you thought about or was it like... Absolutely. Okay. I always, when I was younger, I told myself I would never have kids. I didn't want to take that chance. It's not that there's anything wrong with me. It's, I didn't want my child to go through what I went through, not just with the name calling or feeling like you're, you know, you're out of place or you're out of your, you know, out of just not like everyone else at such a young age. But I, I had surgeries growing up. Um, my first surgery was five because the type of dwarfism that I have made my legs bow every little bit that I grew, my legs were growing crooked. And Mm. at some point, if we didn't get that fixed, um, i there was gonna the doctor told my parents she she won't walk you know mm. she'll be in so much pain she won't walk so my i didn't want my child to go through all the surgeries that i did i mean from the age of five to 15 i had multiple leg surgeries i mean they would break them straighten them put pins in them
0: you said from age five to 15 mm-hmm. oh wow so even yeah I like
1: yeah i had them in your... the summertime. yeah when there was no school and i could yeah i, I probably had five surgeries. I think yeah. it was five, but every time I had to learn how to walk again. Wow. Um, I remember being in junior high and my friends, uh, my friend Katrina, she would carry me on her back to get me up the stairs. I had cast on the lower part of my legs and she would get, help me get up there. Wow. And I had a walker. Yeah. I mean, I just didn't want my child to go through yeah. that. Yeah. And so I was taking a risk. And with Dave being average height and me being little, I was, it's a 50, 50 chance. Dane would have either had my type of dwarfism, no other type, which there's over 200 types of dwarfism. Um, he would either had my type or he would be average height. And, yeah. you know, I fall in love and you want this family and yeah. you just pray. I mean, I prayed and prayed and prayed. Every shooting star I would see, every night before bed, I would go to bed and pray, please don't let my, my child be little and I didn't even, you can't diagnose my type of dwarfism until around the age of two. You look completely normal. You grow completely normal until around the age of two, your growth starts decreasing. And
0: so it wasn't until the age two that you were like, mm-hmm. you finally can be like,
1: I breathed. Yeah. yeah. And even his pediatrician was like, he's going to be fine. And I'm like, I, you cannot tell me that until he's two. My mm-hmm. dad, um, when Dane was born, he was probably like... Um, I would say, Dane, right after he was born, about a month old, my dad was holding Dane, and he said, he's not little. I said, don't say that. You don't know that. And he said, he's not little. And I said, you do not know that. And he said, your fingers were never that long. Hmm. And I thought, I still wouldn't believe him. I didn't believe anything. I didn't believe the growth charts, growth nothing, until Dane was two. And I finally started breathing.
0: He's like, okay.
1: Mm-hmm i finally accepted was
0: dave
1: yeah Dane. no dave would tell you absolutely not yeah i was way more concerned about it but he didn't live my life yeah i could tell him about it i could you know tell him what i went through and why i didn't want dane to be little but he didn't fully understand you don't fully understand until you go through it
0: oh for sure yeah. And
1: I remember those surgeries like it was yesterday and yeah. I'm not even playing. It was awful.
0: Yeah. And, and so because you and Dave didn't meet until you were an adult. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he mm-hmm. doesn't really know. He this. didn't see anything. He didn't see anything. Any, any of that. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so get married. Mm mm-hmm. Dang. Got kids. You, yeah. You, he comes with rent. You know, yep. a package. I got right. a package deal too. Yeah. My wife, when I'm married, had, mm-hmm. there had are Kendall. bonuses. Yes. There are yeah. bonuses mm-hmm. that in, uh, and so then uh, you have Dane, and mm-hmm. now y'all have been married how long?
1: 13 years. Been 13. together for 16.
0: 13, been together for mm-hmm. 16. And
1: his, his daughter has a little girl, Malia. That's three. So you're three. A grandma. Mm, yeah, I'm Gigi. Gigi. And then his son, Brandon. <laughs> yep. I had a grandma, Gigi, and she was amazing, so I took on Gigi. You took on Gigi. Mm. Gigi.
0: Now, how does that work? dude? Like, how old is the baby now?
1: Um, Malia is three and then his son Brandon that's stationed in Alaska with his wife, they have a, a, she's about one and a half and, um, she just had another one a few weeks ago. So we have our first grandson. So we have Addy that's one and a half and then we have Samuel that was just born. Yeah, so we're gonna go fly to Alaska over Thanksgiving break. Are y'all really? We really are. Oh my
0: goodness! The the they tickets say Alaska are is beautiful too.
1: Oh, I'm excited, but yeah. I'm not excited about the cold.
0: Well, in that flight, like mm-hmm. that's a long. It's
1: a long truck. For sure, It's a long trip, <laughs> it's sure. a long trip uh-huh. but it's gonna be
0: it's gonna be worth it. Um, how how did you get your grandbabies to start calling? I know you. So you came up. I want to be Gigi. Mm-hmm. And so every time they mm-hmm. refer, to time. Me, you just, yeah. I'm GG. Anytime this I see them, say so GG. GG. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gigi. G-G-. G-G-. G-G. See, because, you know, my oldest son just got married. And so at some point, hopefully, mm-hmm. I, I tell them, like, wait three to five years, please. Yeah. You know, so I got to figure out whether I'm going to have them call me.
1: Yeah, it's fun. We started out. Dave was just gonna be grandpa. He was just like, "I'll just be grandpa, grandpa." Dave doesn't even look. No, right. they don't feel right. Right? Like- it's crazy <laughs> that we were fine with that, and then people were like, "Dave does not look like grandpa." No. And Malia was born first, and she just start. He would try to have her say grandpa, 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 uh-huh. and she started calling him papa, papa, and That's he's what papa. He
0: is. Mm-hmm. Even papa feels mm-hmm. a little. He's papa. He's Papa. That's good. I'm gonna be something at some point. I'm gonna yeah. be something.
1: Yeah, it's fun.
0: Talk talk to us about just growing up in Guthrie and, and what this community means to you.
1: Um, growing up here, I feel like that's I the reason why I never left. I love this town. I was afraid. Um, I think I was not afraid. I was ever. I was hesitant. A lot of people say, "Why didn't you leave? Why didn't? Why are you still in Guthrie?" It's home. Yeah. I, this is where I feel comfortable. This is where I feel accepted. I can go to Walmart and I might talk to everybody and we might have a two-hour trip, but I don't feel like it's not my home. I yeah. go to other towns or other states and people look at you because they don't see people like you all the time. Yeah. Guthrie and my people and my community, they do see me. So when they see me, it's no different. Yeah. I just, that, that's why Guthrie makes me love home.
0: So there's a, there's this, I'm comfortable here. I am. You know, people know mm-hmm. me. I don't have to mm-hmm. deal with anything. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, now, will Dave go to Walmart with you? Because I know that you really, literally probably do talk to everybody.
1: I really do. Um, Dave will, will. I, Dane, my son is even getting the point. He's like, mom, please just make it quick. But it's hard. I've been teaching a long time, Hetty. There's a lot of parents that I've made friends with. <laughs> a lot of kids. It's hard.
0: So do you even do grocery pickup? No. I,
1: I do. I do. Oh, do you do grocery I pickup? I do. Okay. I haven't done it in a while. Because you um, want to go in. I Well, I feel like sometimes they tell you, it tells you that something's not in stock, but it is. Oh, you,
0: you're going so in. So I'm just going to go
1: get my stuff. But I really hate shopping too. Like when I, I'll take Dane with me because I can't reach stuff. Like here, Um, I can reach. But I'm not afraid to say, will you reach that for me? Or chase down somebody to come grab something for me. Um, But so my trips do last a lot longer than they probably should.
0: Just because of that. Because of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But my Mm -hmm. wife will not go to the grocery store with Mm -hmm. me because. Yeah,
1: Dave does. It's not one of his favorite things. Yes.
0: No. And it's because she says, we just want to go in. Yep get what we need mm-hmm. and come back out mm-hmm. and you're in there talking to everybody. Same. Screaming across the store. Yep. yep. I'm like, don't hate on me. Yeah. Yeah. It's don't be fun. mad because people yeah.
1: love us. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do not be mad because of that. Uh, yeah. All right, what what's been your favorite Guthrie America event growing up around here?
1: Oh my gosh, 89ers. What is it? Everybody oh says 89 and Did I they? get it, but uh, well, I guess it's easy. Well, it's not easy, but it is. That's where we have our yeah. I had I remember riding all those rides. I remember, you know, being a kid and my mom giving me the money for the bracelet and all of us going and hanging out up there. 89ers and I feel like um, you know, Friday night football. Mm. I love that. I love this community on Friday nights. So Friday
0: night football, 89ers are probably mm -hmm. your two favorites. Yes. Like, what has changed from about 89ers though, from when you were younger to now? It's more
1: expensive.
0: Yeah, like yeah, the the bands.
1: Yeah, yeah. the bands at the carnival. Um, were not twenty five dollars. I think they might have been fifteen. Yeah. And they had them every night. I think that, or no, they have no. them every night now. Yeah, you only had like them on one we, night. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Sorry, got that messed up. But yeah,
0: yeah, the, no, 89ers a is bit. great. 89 from when so 89ers was almost, you know, you talked about family reunion earlier. Mm-hmm. 89ers used to feel more like a family, mm-hmm. reunion. it didn't quite feel like that anymore, but man. When I was growing up, everybody and their mom was coming to 89ers. Yeah. Every park was packed. Mm-hmm. Every street, that's you'd go true. down All the streets yes. and there was always people everywhere. And that that's one of the things. But it, it's definitely probably one of our best mm-hmm. events, you know. Because it is. of that, it's still it's still that. It may not the be as trucks. many. Yeah, the food trucks. The,
1: even just like the people the people that have small businesses here, like how much they. Get prepared for that and excited for that. That's a lot of new business for them, and it, yeah. I think it one it brings people here. Yeah, and I think that's good for our community too.
0: Now, one of the things that I've learned is that when people find out you're from Guthrie, they always like you become one of the people that they re- like. If they don't live here, they reach out to you because a when they're thinking about moving to Guthrie, they want? To- mm-hmm. What is it that you tell people about Guthrie if they're thinking about moving here?
1: Um, I just. I don't, like, what I would tell them, like, why you should move yeah, yeah, here. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I mean, for sure, just the people. I mean, yeah. we have a lot of really good, good people here that love this town. And when somebody is going through something, they're going to be there for you, even if they know you or not. Yeah. And that's what I love. Like, this whole town will stop for a family and need if something happened to them, you know, something very traumatic or something. Yeah. Everybody pulls through yeah. and pulls together and and just does whatever they need to do for that person or family. Um, I feel like we're tight knit. Mm-hmm. I feel like our schools, you're not just a number. Um, going back to, you know, I was talking to a friend that her kids started out in Edmund Schools. Mm. And nothing bad about them, but there's just, it's so big. It's It's so so big that your kid is just kind of like, you don't see that teacher in Walmart and they remember who you are. These kids remember their teachers. And that, I feel like it's just, that's important. Yeah, That's important for me is for my kids to remember me and still want to say hi to me when they see me 10 years later
0: now doing doing uh having kids so young do they do they remember mm. you mm. when it's they get cuz i don't remember my yeah. preschool teacher
1: <laughs> yeah i yeah I, pre-k might be a little hard but i feel like um like me going to the high school um graduation last may at the oh, you know yeah, at yeah. the uh-huh. lazy E, lazy yeah uh, it was awesome. Yeah. It was amazing. How many of those kids were Miss Henson? Miss Henson. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, look at you. Congratulations. You know, now, was you, that your first? That was my, yeah. So first grade, my second, second. My second. Oh, okay. My okay. second. I taught them in first grade. So, wow. yeah. And I still had like my class picture. Every year, the teachers get a oh, class my goodness, picture. Yeah. And I pulled it out. And you know, put it on Facebook. Like, look at these babies that are graduating this today. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool.
0: That that's the cool thing about being a teacher, though. But it's easy
1: for them to remember me, Hetty. You know, (laughs) there's not a lot of me running around.
0: (laughs) You got a little bit of an advantage. I don't (laughs) change (laughs) much,
1: so they remember Miss Simpson. Yes, I'm easy. (laughs) to pick out <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's good that's good but that's that's the great thing about teaching though is like you do have these these opportunities to stay connected with people forever because mm-hmm. of the impression that you make on them by teaching them things and and all that and that's you not know, love supporting teachers because it, it's more than just learning or being educated I mean you learn so much in school from your teachers mm-hmm. life lessons and things of that nature mm-hmm. you get it if you're that type of teacher, you really get opportunity to really mold some people. You do, and, and you and, do, and change their lives, mm-hmm. you know. And so,
1: and it's important. Yeah, it's important. Like I hear, probably in the last, I don't know, eight years, you kind of just start getting that sense, you know, better at this sense of knowing which child really, really needs you, mm. and that hug, and that smile. And even if their clothes are dirty and they're still wearing them from yesterday, you tell them they look amazing. And I love your shirt or your mm. shoes just to make them go, you know, that made them happy. Yeah. yeah. You know, made them feel good because yeah. some kids don't feel good. Yeah. Even in pre-K. Yeah. There are babies that don't feel good all the time or feel happy. Yeah. And, and, that's, I don't, and that's a lot. It's a lot <laughs> for
0: a four year old. Yeah. Yeah, but they know, yeah, because they know more than what we think.
1: Yeah, I don't want them to ever feel like they can't come to me, Mm. even if it's three years down the road and they're still at Caudrill and they're in fourth grade now or third grade and, you know, they need a hug. They can still get it. I mean, I still have, I mean, literally, I have kids that are at Caudrill that I taught in pre-K that still come up to me and give me a hug. Mm. My, You know, I still have this little girl, Lexi. I love her to death. And she will see me in the hallway. You're still my favorite teacher. I'm like, don't say that in front of your teacher. <laughs> but she's just so sweet. She the, does it all the time. It's awesome. Makes the, me feel good too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that's what I was going to say. It probably lifts you mm-hmm. up as well. Like, yeah. They, they're doing more for you sometimes. So, than what, Exactly. You know, like mm-hmm. you've been able to go there and do that yeah. work.
1: We have rough days too.
0: Yeah. Uh, the, the having neighborhood schools now where the kids are staying in schools mm-hmm. longer gives you even that much more mm-hmm. time with them, like right. the being around them in the same building, things like that, where when I was in school, uh Colorado was second and third, mm-hmm. and so once I was done with that, I didn't mm-hmm. go, you know, I may mean, never tell right teachers, you right. know, for a very long time, right. Uh but this way you get them, mm-hmm. I mean, from pre-K to fourth grade, sure. right?
1: Yeah. Pre-K to fourth. Yeah. And I feel like some like sometimes when a student is having a rough day and maybe that teacher and that child are butting heads that day, that teacher can go come get me or their other teacher that that maybe they had in kindergarten or first grade and say, will you please come talk to them? Yeah. And sometimes me being able to go do that or another teacher being able to go talk to that student and reason with them You know, somebody else to talk to them about their choices, not that same teacher every Uh single day. And sometimes it makes a difference when it's somebody else talking to them that they know and feel comfortable with. with. Parenting, Mm, yeah, (laughs) right, yeah.
0: Would you come and talk to them, please? Right,
1: (laughs) you're so right. It's true.
0: Yeah, that's not always like a a youth pastor, a mentor, somebody else speaking. Especially when they get teenagers, like. I don't want to be the only person Mm speaking. I want them to have a a diverse group of people Mm -hmm. speaking into their lives and, and encouraging them Mm -hmm. because they hear, they hear from me all the time, you know, and I'm not going to change up too much, but somebody else may can say something completely, completely different way. Right. You know, they'd be like, Oh, Mm -hmm. I've been saying that forever. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Like two plus, I've been telling you two plus two is four. It's different. It's different. It's different. So that's good. So, um, Choose Guthrie. What does that mean to you?
1: <laughs> oh, Hedy. Choose Guthrie. Choose Guthrie means to... It's the place where I choose to, to live. The place I choose to raise my family. The, the place that I choose to make a difference. Yeah. And to teach the kids that are going to be our future of Guthrie one day. That's good. I want them to see that this town will rally, will do whatever. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's home. Yeah, it's hard not to choose Guthrie. I don't feel comfortable any. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even feel comfortable going to another city or town and applying for a teaching job. Yeah, this is where I choose to do that. Yeah. This is where I want to make my difference. Yeah. I don't know that even going somewhere else. People always say, why, you know, go to Texas. You can make more money. Okay. Mm. But is Texas going to know the real me. Yeah. Like Guthrie knows me. Yeah. That holds me back. Yeah. Is it's that person? not about right. money. Right. You know? It's not. Yeah. It's not. It's not about the money. It's about how I feel too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like if they're not going there, those people that don't know me, could probably look at me being a little person and think she can't teach these kids. So I feel like I could here. I don't have to feel that way. Yeah. They know I can. Yeah. They know my heart. This community knows my heart. Guthrie's just always been my place since I was five. So it's hard not to be here.
0: That's good. And I'm glad you've made Guthrie your home. For sure. Yes, because I appreciate you and enjoy well, connecting you. with you and
1: <laughs>
0: You did a great job.
1: Well thanks, Hetty. I was very nervous. Why? I don't know. I, let's talk this through some other people.
0: Let's talk this through some other people who I invite to be on here. They can uh-huh. hear like you were nervous.
1: I was in nervous wreck, yeah.
0: And then you came in here, we started talking. Mm-hmm. And you're not no longer nervous. Are you still <laughs> nervous?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not as nervous honey. I think that the you know the the email that you send with the questions. Yeah. I think that it that made me a little nervous because I you when you get invited to do something like this it makes your heart happy and you feel good yeah. that that you and asked me to do yeah. this which thank you You're welcome. but you also get very you don't want to mess it up I don't want to mess this up I don't yeah. want people to go she choked <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be the no one
0: no TikTok. one listening right now <laughs> is thinking that at all they're not things like oh man that's mm-hmm. really cool I didn't know that right oh, I'm glad they learned I'm, that. I'm glad yeah cuz it's, it's like being in a coffee shop like if you and I were sitting in a coffee shop having this conversation there's mm-hmm. people all around us listening they may not know that they're, you know, but mm-hmm. they hear us talking and stuff. So, you yeah. did a great job. Thank Thanks. you so much. I appreciate, I appreciate you. No, I do you. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate you and thank you for the work that you do in our great uh, community. Investing in our young people, I value teachers and, and and um, I love the work that y'all do. So, tell us one more time. So, Facebook not. Instagram or TikTok. Uh, yeah. Kara I mean, O'Connor Henson. A
1: Kara O'Connor oh. Henson is my Facebook. Yeah. Gotcha. That's where I put my life. I post a lot of my life.
0: Go follow her. I go do. follow her. <laughs> hey, hey, Go ahead and start following. What are you on TikTok? Just in case.
1: Oh, let me look. Yeah. See, I don't even know. See? Check it out because um okay, so it's the at sign. Yep. And then it's Kara C A R A Dave D A V E fourteen.
0: Yes, sir. Go follow her on TikTok. Yeah, go gentlemen.
1: look at my, go get me some more views on my 88,000. <laughs> you know you want to see what that bathing suit looked like.
0: <laughs> go look at those pictures. You right, right. And there's one I did
1: with Dane, and there's like a picture of me, like, big and pregnant. Like, being little like me, but it had this big old belly. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. It's just, it brings you back to, you know, when people say, that, oh, my gosh, look at that belly. I'm like, yep, I did that. <laughs> uh-huh. I, well, and I never went on bed rest. Like, never. my doctor, yeah, I mean, like, she was just like, you're probably going to go on bed rest. Like, I knew I was probably going to go on bed rest. I had saved my days when I started teaching. I wasn't going to use any of them because I needed to save them. In case I had to go on bed rest, never went on bed rest.
0: Wow. I
1: was determined. I was determined.
0: You, you were going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. You're like, no bed rest yeah, for me. don't
1: tell me I'm going to be on bed rest. You don't know that.
0: <laughs> you're just, I, I, I got this feeling that you're just one of those people like, do not tell you you can't right. do something. don't. Because it's going to happen.
1: Don't tell me I can't get that cup out of the cabinet. <laughs> I will get it. <laughs> I'm going for it. Yep.
0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all again for listening in to another episode of the Guthrie America podcast where... We believe, I believe that every story should be told and so I get the great opportunity to sit down with fabulous people like Karen and you may be next. You listening may be next. Matter of fact, message me, email me so you can be next. And ladies and gentlemen, as always,